welcome to the Beers of Bands podcast with your host, Michael Torres. So I know it's called Beers with Bands, but I'm, I'm more like tequila headspace today. That is that is totally fine. I almost made a rum and coke for this, and then I was like, no, I gotta gotta live up to the name for this episode. So <laughs> I, you're totally good. Um, how are things going? Great. It's been... I think the best release weekend I've ever had. Hell yeah. Yeah, because you've been pretty busy. I know we'll talk about stuff when we fully get started, but yeah, you've been, yeah. I mean, song came out on the 25th. You did the the new spot. Like it's it's gotta be a whirlwind weekend for you right now. Yeah, I literally woke up from a nap. I set an alarm at um, like 6.10 to wake up so I didn't sound like super groggy. <laughs> so we drove to Denver, played the show, Woke up the next morning, went to Colorado Springs, did the news, and then drove back home, like, within the same, like, two-day period. Damn. Um, well, other than that, um, I will crack my beer, do the little intro, and then I'll bring you in. Perfect. All right, so three, two. It's like I'm dancing, dressed in chains, and then I'm blaming Mercury and retrograde. episode of beers with bands this week i'm sitting down with taylor aka pure ecstasy how y'all do how are you doing today i'm doing great thanks so much for having me like got the long weekend going like (laughs) normally i would be having like the sunday scaries right now but (laughs) just doing a fun podcast and i don't have to work tomorrow right that's the that's the best thing about three-day weekends or holiday weekends Um, I know like I don't have to do shit tomorrow I I think I'm actually recording another podcast uh tomorrow so I just really packed my uh my open weekend with with fun stuff I love that (laughs) um like I like I mentioned you are Taylor but you go your musical project is pure ecstasy um kind of for people that aren't aware it's like an alternative um kind of like synth punk rock uh uh project uh, and you are, you are every member of Pure Ecstasy. <laughs> you are, it is you, you are it. Yes. And it's been my favorite thing. Like I'm actually like such an introverted person and it's so nice being able to just do everything just in solitary. Like, oh, I feel like doing this today. Okay. I'll write the song today. Like there's no like trying to coordinate people. It's just, what do I feel like doing today? What do right. I want to What? do I want this to do or you know it's kind of cool yeah it's kind of funny that you say that you're this introverted person because on your YouTube I, I watched the the set from uh the Kansas City Pride and just your stage presence during that like you would never know that you had any introvertedness in you like you're up there just you know you're just manning that stage like you're your full presence going right there thank you yeah I mean I don't know what happened when I went on stage that day that was my first time ever like singing or playing guitar live ever uh that was like Pure Ecstasy's first show 
yeah, I had no idea how I was going to take it. Like I've been a drummer my whole life. So like I've done big shows, but I'm not the one like up front, like standing up in front of people. So like when I went on stage, I felt like I just like, like something clicked. I like kind of blacked out and just did it. And then I got off and I'm like, whoa, this is the weirdest feeling ever. (laughs) Weirdest moment of my life. Now with you like growing up and mainly being like a drummer, like how hard was it to, you know, obviously we're, we kind of like glance over, but how hard is it for you to come out from behind the kit, pick up this guitar, and then just do this whole another project where you are the center person? It's kind of liberating and scary, but exciting at the same time. Um, the transition was not too bad. I think every time I play a show, I'm still like, oh my God, all I have is a pedal board and a guitar. And that's been like the best thing ever. But having a background in rhythm made it a lot easier to like transition to guitar. Um, I used to play in like really bad bands, like in high school as a guitar player. So I had a little bit of, you know, experience, but not a lot. Okay. So it wasn't like you were just coming out and finally doing guitar stuff after the previous projects. You, You had a glimpse of it before, but now it's full front. It's just you. Yeah. Um, well, one cool thing that, uh, I mean, like we're talking about, this is a holiday weekend, but also with this holiday weekend, you've had a crazy action packed weekend. I know we were kind of talking before, uh, the episode started, but you released your latest single, uh, lighter on the 25th. Um, I mean, we're three days after that, at the time of this recording, how's, what's the response been on this? I know, I know you already said it's been, it's been great so far, but like dive deep into it like what's it been like it's been my like fastest growing song as far as like playlists and things like that go like I just got added to new and alternative on um, apple music and that's been awesome um it's very weird seeing my name like amongst like Portugal the man and Foo Fighters I'm like you go girl (laughs) and then I took a nap to celebrate like it's been fantastic um but yeah like since the song came out people have been like really into it I know it's different so I'm happy that it's getting the response it's getting yeah no it's it's it was good to listen to it was fun to listen to I know I I also went back today and like listened to even like the the initial EP that you put out in 2021 and kind of you know get the full feel for everything for pure ecstasy starting then to now and you do see that change in uh kind of like lyrical content between your previous stuff to this one especially like even the the most recent um singles where this one's more um i would say it's more it's it's more of like a love song love ode um where some of the other stuff is more um uh i'm trying to think the right word more on the darker themes where it's like talking about an ex and like uh, especially like how we were talking about like the song you performed during um kansas city pride where that one's really yeah. you know a chop at your ex this one's on the complete opposite side where basically you're talking to someone that you truly love and they're lighting yeah. up your life yeah um i talk about pure ecstasy like she's a different person i'm like well you know she was a little bit more bitter in her early days i feel like those songs were like weird things like that i was kind of harboring from the past that i just needed to like clear out and mm. then i could write the songs that pure ecstasy i feel like 
it's a weird way to describe it. I think I found my footing in my second EP. I figured out, I think, exactly the kind of music I wanted to make and like what was natural. Those other songs, I felt like I just needed to get my feet wet as a songwriter. And, you know, it's just some weird old feelings that I had to just clear out. Yeah, I mean, that's, I feel like that's everyone's like first initial EP or EPs um, where they're kind of just getting the footing, but is, I mean, obviously, you know, Lighter just is still fresh at the time of recording, but is this, what's like this leading up to? Is there another EP in the works that's going to be coming out soon or what's going on? I'm just kind of writing them as I go. Um, I'm working on a new one right now that I'm pretty excited about, and it should be coming out probably like I would say July. Um, right now I'm just calling it mood ring. Um, I don't know what it will, will actually be called. It's still like, I'm just riding on the seat of my pants. I think that's the saying, just seeing what comes out, seeing what happens. Um, just playing as many shows as I can. Yeah. Uh, well, is this new song, uh, going to be kind of in the same vein as, as, uh, lighter? Um, is that kind of like the more trajectory that you're, you see yourself going? I think so, because I've always been such a guitar fan. And a lot of my older songs, like they don't really have a lot of guitar. Um, I think mostly because I was so new at guitar that there were certain things I'm like, if it's not going to sound like this, then I don't want it at all. I'll, I'll write it on a synth. And uh, now that I have more experience with guitar and I'm like really getting more into that, um, expect a lot more guitar heavy songs. Okay, sweet, sweet. Um does that now with more guitar heavy songs are we still gonna be able to expect uh a decent amount of synth in all of these songs as well oh yeah absolutely just had to make sure it's not going away you know no never 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 that's that'll never happen (laughs) okay um well i mean i i don't want to fully leave off with lighter because i i know that's that's the big moment right going on right now yeah um like we talked about it's kind of like this this uh this nice like love song to someone um with it also you got to do something really cool that not a lot of people get to do at all um and you got to perform it on the local colorado news down in colorado springs um like you performed that one and then i think you also said you performed um shadow if i remember correctly yeah 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 um, how how was that experience getting to do that? I mean, on TV, uh, not I don't know if they if they broadcast nationally or if it's just more local. But like, how how was that experience to do that? Ooh, um, <laughs> it was really funny. I remember like freaking out that morning. My wife was with me, and we were in like the conference room at Fox, and I was startled because they're like, "Hey, you can play two songs instead of one, right?" And I had been like practicing the hell out of lighter and really nothing else for the last month like to get ready for it and mm-hmm. I was like oh my god oh my god because I was I already had anxiety I'm like such an anxious person so I'm just like sitting there like sweating bullets and um once I got up there like kind of what I was talking about um with my first show like I just kind of like blacked out I just blacked out I just did it I just like went into that mode and I was okay and then I had like the biggest adrenaline dump after the show, <laughs> like just like literally like back into my seat. And I'm like, oh my god, I can finally relax now. That's, uh, I mean, that's that's so amazing that you're able to get that opportunity to do that. Like, how did that come about? Did 
they kind of reach out to you or did you reach out to them? Um, so I, I've been kind of like booking like random weekends out of this month. And when I was booking for Denver, I was kind of like sifting through Instagram, like looking for like local things and, you know, the people to reach out to there as far as press and things like that go. And I actually ended up following Nova, the guy who uh, is the host of the show. And we just like chit chatted, like we're both Chiefs fans and whatever. And he's like, you should come on the show. And I was like, okay, like I'll be, I'll be in Colorado in May. And we just booked it over the winter. And I'm like, okay, this gives me some time to like freak out and like go through my anxiety and nerves and stuff before it. And I was fine up until like the night before at the Denver show. I think I was like getting nervous for the news, like at that show. And it, it was just like a whole thing. It was a whole thing, but a couple tequila shots helped. They, they tend to, they tend to help uh, yeah. always. So that, that's good. <laughs> no, that's, that's awesome that you, uh, we're able to, you know, meet with, like, connect with someone, kind of like how, you know, we've been mutuals on, on Twitter for quite a while, and yeah. we're finally doing one of these, and you were able to kind of do the same thing um, with getting on, on the news uh, to do all that. Like, I know some of my friends have done it in, like, their local town uh, back home, and, like, it's just a whole crazy experience to, like, see people doing what they love on a news uh, segment that's not just, like, oh, like I'm Bill and I do gardening over here. Just come check this out. It's like, no, it's people that like are doing music and like showcasing that to the world and the community. Yeah. Oh, it was wild. Like I'm, I'm still like, oh my God about it mentally. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Now with that recording, uh, was it just like a record in the morning and then it'll kind of go out in the afternoon or is it out there like probably on their YouTube that people are wanting to check it out now when this comes out? Yeah, I'll, it'll actually be on my YouTube. So you okay. can just head over to my station and watch it there. Oh yeah, well, uh, we'll get to links uh, later in the episode, but I'll have all that stuff in the description. We'll kind of go over it too. Um, and then kind of backtracking a little bit more uh, on the day before, like you said, in Denver, you played that show and it was kind of lighter's single release show Um, yeah was there a specific meeting behind doing it in denver i know you know you're originally from baltimore you're living in kansas city now and then kind of doing denver out in this this wild west uh what was the thought (laughs) behind picking that honestly i'm just i am just rogue like (laughs) once i start get going i'm like oh i booked a show in omaha what if i made it like a little like weekend every weekend of like may i'll just like do a different show or like something like that i just kind of started going i have i didn't really have too much logic behind it besides like i would like to visit denver and we have friends there and it would just be a fun time to release the song because i had the song ready to go and i'm like when should i release it like what's a significant time oh do it while you have a couple shows yeah, I mean, that's a that's a good move. Rather than, you know, release, like, that was the shitty thing about, like, the pandemic. Everyone's, like, sitting on this music, like, well, we have to put it out. So you yeah. release it, and you, you can't, if you don't play around it, even just, like, one or two shows, like, no one gives a shit, it seems like. Yeah, um, yeah. So, You're, like, I mean, releasing it for what? Like, is yeah, there going exactly. uh, an album? Is there going to be a tour? Like, what's the deal? People right. always want something else. Yeah. 
uh no that's awesome like denver was always so back when i used to kind of run with my friends and did tming denver was always a spot that we wanted to play we could never find something that worked yeah but we also kind of like how you said you picked denver because you wanted to go to denver you have friends there that's how we kind of rounded our our later tours where it's like yeah we're gonna be on the road for like two to three weeks we want to see as many friends as we can let's route it through all of their cities yep to make it more fun and like this like yeah the show is gonna be a good time but it's also the hangs that you have yeah around that for sure and it helps because they want to come out and support so you know like you'll have some friends in your corner at the show you know yeah uh, yeah that's that's always a plus i know like we have Colorado Springs is uh, near and dear to my heart. We have a lot of friends down there. So it was always right. nice that we'd have, you know, a handful of friends that would roll out and that it wasn't just like us five dudes from Iowa that are just like not knowing anybody. Uh, so yeah, it's, always, sure. it's always great. That's awesome. Yeah, I want to come uh, up to Iowa soon. I think that'd be a good move. Like I play at Omaha all the time. Yeah, uh, I think you do well in like um, Iowa City probably for sure uh like there's not uh des moines has a decent scene too but uh iowa city is like a college town so there's always like okay. people ready to go out and like have a good time good to know thank you yeah uh i know you said you're doing like these weekenders in in may like what do you have planned coming up for the rest of the summer um i'm gonna be doing the pacific northwest very excited about that um in september like the first week or two um, I've always wanted to go. So I planted, I, you know, I have planted. That's funny. I sound like I'm already from there. I'm planting trees. Uh, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> uh, I just planted around wanting to go there. Um, and I lucked out. I found a really good agent out there who booked everything, got the locals together for me. Um, so it's going to be a good time. Hell yeah. Uh, now for these people that are going to be hitting up the, these Pacific Northwest shows, um if they may or may not have watched you know a, a couple of the live sets that you you have out what can they expect or what can anyone expect from a pure ecstasy live performance Ooh, so i'm pretty excited i found a drummer recently uh that i vibe with and uh the, that'll be like my first tour with a drummer so i'm very excited about that um and i'll probably be doing a little drumming too so that'll be that'll be fun um but yeah just expect a good time like it's like pride light <laughs> <laughs> now with you now finding like a drummer to tour with like how are i know because again in the live performance that i watched you had that drummer uh but like how are how are your shows going currently were they just you a guitar uh electric guitar and then that's kind of just backing tracks for everything else yeah okay. and it's been great like it, that's worked really well for me so far. Um, like my, I bring my wife to all of my shows. So it's really fun. Like we just fly. So like one day, you know, it'll be music, it'll be business, all of that stuff. And then we do a date day in the city that we're in. And we do that for every show that we're, you know, playing out of town. Like last year um, we did California and nice. it was like just a few months after we'd gotten married. So we did it kind of like a like a tour slash honeymoon. So we got to do like an off day in San Diego and Palm Springs. And I think Venice was probably our favorite. So that's been my favorite part about doing a solo project. And like, I can just adventure with my person 
it's very low key. Yeah. Um, so I'll probably still be doing shows like that too. But for this run, I'm excited to have a drummer. That's that's an awesome way to do it to bring like your partner out with you and then not make it just like work the entire time. It's like yeah. we're gonna we're gonna play these shows, yeah, but we're also gonna like experience all these towns and cities and just have a good time on our own. Yeah. That we normally wouldn't get a chance to have. Exactly. I feel like it keeps me like very fresh for shows too. Like I don't get that burnout because I'm also like feeding and charging like my soul at the same time. Right. And, oh, man, that's, that's a perfect way to do it. Uh, what was like your favorite part about going, like, like you said, Venice is probably your favorite. Like what was the best part about like checking out Venice? Gosh, we went to, we went to the beach, obviously. Uh, we got edibles at a, this little store, like right off the little boardwalk. That was amazing. I think we had watched the skaters for like an hour or two, just like in, entranced in the skaters. Um, but we just chilled. Like it was just so comfortable. The beach was perfect. Like it's warm, the breeze, everything is just relaxing. Um, so I think that was probably my favorite part, like just doing nothing in a very pretty place. Yeah. That sounds amazing. I have, that's, that's on one of my lists is to hit the Venice boardwalk and I haven't gotten yes. to do that one yet. Um, I have friends that live in San Diego, so I get to experience San Diego every so often, but, oh nice. Uh, but yeah, Venice is, I mean, pictures and videos can only do so much. I want to experience it for sure. Yeah. You got to do that. San Diego is really cool. Like I wish I would have went out more. We were in this area i think we were in like retirement village and we secretly loved it uh, we ended up at this weird like old swingers um hotel restaurant like it was just really pretty it was like sailboats everywhere but like the amount of like fresh old people there <laughs> was like truly terrifying oh, uh, yeah. i would stay there again like it was beautiful but just we had some experiences <laughs> Were there a lot of like pineapples everywhere too? Or no. I think that's like big in the, in the Swinger community. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, at least I would have been forewarned. No <laughs> one was ordering pineapple. There wasn't like pineapple decor. Oh, triggering. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but oh, I mean, you, obviously it wasn't that bad. You said you'd go back. Absolutely. Like the, the entertainment value. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the food was great there. At the entertainment top notch <laughs> fuck yeah um obviously uh with going to the pacific northwest i mean that's on a lot of people's bucket list that's also on mine um man i sound sad i haven't gotten out of the, out of the midwest in quite a few years um but it's like, been a weird are... few years <laughs> to be fair that, that that too um but like what do you like i mean obviously you're gonna go play these shows but you and your wife, like, what are you guys most excited to see as being like the first time kind of probably going to the Pacific Northwest and experience this? There's a lot, like the trees alone, like those huge, like beautiful old trees, like the big red oaks and stuff like that. Uh, mountains, there's still an active volcano. Yep. So we want to see that. Um, but also like Portland, for some reason, is known for like bathhouses and things like that. So we're going to like chill in one of those, I think, one of the days that we're there okay. after Portland. But 
I mean, Seattle alone, I feel like has been like a bucket list since I was a kid. And so many of my favorite artists like Death Cab and like that whole sub pop era, like everyone's like in Seattle. So I think it would just, it would just feel very cool. Yeah. Uh, Seattle and Portland are on the top of my, like towards the top of my list for sure. I mean, just like the the music that's come out of the Pacific Northwest and just like how, yeah. like I've talked to a lot of people from Seattle and, and Portland, just how like chill and like opening they are to just everyone um, are just make it more, more reasons as to why I want to go there. Um, I didn't know Portland was that known for bathhouses. So that's something uh, I guess I could add to a list, I guess. Yeah, I was like, this is a weird thing, but like, yes. <laughs> uh, well, hopefully those dates go well. And, you know, it, everyone rolls out for those. If anyone's listening, be sure to get tickets. I think um, we, you can already find tickets to links on your website, which will, like I said, yeah. we'll get to links here in a little bit. Um, but I mean, just the dynamic that you and your wife have going on for, for setting up these, go, doing all these shows and like the mentality behind everything that just, it warms my heart. Like that's the perfect way to fucking do it. <laughs> I know, right? And like, it's just so nice. You always have like your support system there. I'm like, this is just the best way to do music at this stage in my life. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're killing it. You're doing great things. Like we've kind of mentioned, Lighter is recently out and it does sound great. I'm, I'm stoked to also see what this new uh, Mood Ring, uh, if that becomes the name, uh, is going to be. I know this episode is going to be dropping early July. So people that are listening to this, uh, definitely go. I'll probably have I'll have links. Make sure you're checking out and staying up to date to see when that other song is coming out. Um, before we kind of, I know we kind of just jumped a lot of over the places um but is there anything i missed with lighter that you want the people to know about that i might not have brought up um i don't think so like um i don't know i'm just still like so pumped about it <laughs> if you like the song i do have some cool lighter merchandise that'll be dropping soon um i do all of that myself uh my day job i i work in embroidery okay. so like hat game is strong <laughs> Yeah, the, 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 I gotta say the PRXC hats are fucking sick. Because uh, they're you. so, they're like the right amount of just like minimal that just like pop off super hard. Thank you. Yeah. Um, one, one question I did have. Uh, so you released the teaser video for Lighter. Can <laughs> we expect a music video for Lighter at some point in the future? Maybe. We'll see how I feel. Uh, right. I thought it would be cool to do a music video. I have the premise for one. It's just like with doing everything DIY, I'm like, is this something I should add to my plate? Um, it seems like people are more into like watching just the random clips. Mm. So I might just kind of do something like that for socials at the very least. But yeah, yeah music yeah, videos it, are so cumbersome. Yeah, it's kind of crazy uh, the evolution of like bands and their music videos. Cause I know even for me, I used to be really big into like the storylines uh, archetype. Yeah. Of a, of a music video and then just like the more minimal ones um that have come about like those i end up falling more and more in love with and then i'm just like dude i don't even know what i want to pay attention to i mean most of the society has gotten so hooked on tiktok where it's kind of screwed yeah. up everyone's attention spans so that yeah. probably doesn't help at all 
It does not. They're like, oh, I love the first 45 seconds, but it's <laughs> a little long for me. <laughs> right. Like what happened after the first minute? I don't know. Yeah. Like sometimes like when we have friends over, we just play old music videos like on YouTube. Like we've been super into butt rock lately. Um, <laughs> like we were listening to like Nickelback last night and it was like <laughs> actually like supreme. But um, oh man, Nickelback made me forget where I was going with that. Oh, we were like, man, back in the day, all they had to do was stand in a field and play their instruments. And it was like an Amy Lee. Um, I can't remember that song. Broken was it? Was it Caesar? Uh, that I don't remember. I'm looking at you for help. Okay, I'm getting a head nod. <laughs> it was either but yeah they were just out in the field looking like broody playing their instruments i'm like i wish it were that easy now (laughs) well i mean this is your chance you can bring it back you just go stand in a field i mean there's got to be a field around kansas city somewhere right i mean there's a lot of fields (laughs) (laughs) i could find a field for sure okay well, uh, if you do end up dropping me this video, I, I will make sure that I will watch the entire thing for Thank you. Don't you. worry. Yeah. I appreciate it. Um, all right. So we're going to kind of transition uh, to the middle half of these episodes, which, I mean, this is obviously beers with bands. Uh, you don't have to be drinking on these episodes because I'll definitely do that for you. But <laughs> Taylor, I know you are drinking something in front of you today. Yeah. What are you, you sipping on today? I'm in my like weird cocktail phase. Like I'm, I've been really into like learning new cocktails and things and I wanted to make like Palomas. So I did like grapefruit, uh, cucumber water. What else did I put in this? Lime, like a little bit of lemonade and a lot of tequila. Jose Cuervo. And like, what would you rate it? How is it tasting? It, it it's like a 10 out of 10 like everything is infused I made it yesterday nice. so like everything is just at its like peak hell yeah it's a good good drink you don't realize you're drinking which is kind of scary <laughs> uh and you know I just had to go classic on this episode got a good old PBR tall boys yes. you know can't go wrong um one cool thing uh you kind of mentioned in your emails to me is you actually got to do a collab with the brewery uh, to do your own, uh, your own beer brew. I don't know how they would, yeah, how, they, yeah. how they consider it. Uh, and it was a hazy blood orange IPA, um, which sounds delicious. Uh, yeah. and you got lucky enough where it sold out all that, all in the first night. Yeah. Like, and I miss crazy. that beer now. Like, I'm like, I would love to have a summer of pure ecstasy right now. <laughs> and it had like a little bit of cinnamon in there too. Like, it, it was just a really good like end of September beer. Nice. Uh, and I don't know if you just mentioned it. Well, what do they like give it a special like nickname or title for that run? Yeah, they let me name it. They let me pick out the flavoring. And I was actually there on brew day and got to like do everything, like the whole process. Oh, so wow. that was really cool. And, and what did you name it for, for that run? Um, it was called A Summer of Pure Ecstasy. Okay. And it had like, uh, like a little tongue design on it. It was, it was cute. Um, oh, I missed that beer. It ended up being like 7.5%. It 
it was not supposed to be that uh high and they're like uh oh, should do you want us to add um more um i can't remember what it was to the to the mix so like we can like make it go a little further i'm like no i love my friends make it 7.5 they're gonna love this shit and it sold out in like one night i was like dang well i i think that just means you gotta hit them up and be like hey it did so well the last time let's let's do it again let's run it back maybe i might i might (laughs) we'll see how the summer turns out i was celebrating last summer (laughs) So hopefully we have something to celebrate this year too. Yeah. Well, uh, no, that's always cool when, when uh, musicians and breweries can kind of do that that collab. I know, um, so I'm originally from Iowa, but I live in the Twin Cities now. So I know a few bands up here, I've gotten to partner up with their local brews, breweries to do some of those. Uh, some friends back home have done it. Um, and just like the, the things that they come up with are, I mean, I drink PBRs 90% of the time. So anything that like yeah. comes up, and it like oh they're like oh it's got peach in it i'm like you can put peach in a fucking beer what the fuck's going on uh so uh they're all they always come out super good and super sweet and uh and i try and collect as many of those cans as i can uh for all the homies yeah yeah i kept like four or five cans i'm like i look like a hoarder i need to get rid of a few <laughs> <laughs> uh oh well, i at least drank them all i just like i cut off the tops so i could just drink it and then just save the can itself yeah but uh but no you can't get rid of those if you who cares if people call you hoarder like that's your <laughs> that's your shit yeah yeah um but uh that, that's like i said that's that's fucking awesome that you're able to do that collab hopefully you know uh you get to do another one in the future um but that's kind of like the little beer segment for this episode uh now we're going to kind of transition to my favorite part of the episodes which are always the storytelling part of the episodes and the whole reason that this podcast even exists um yeah. as i normally say uh this is where we just kind of hear some stories from your time in music whether it's shows tours time recording um anything horrendous to tremendous or any adjective in between okay let's do it all right okay god i wish i had you on my like over here as a part of the podcast because she retains more funny stuff than i do i just like endure it i'm like what just happened to us because like sometimes the weirdest stuff happens to us and i can never remember exactly do you have any like go-tos for me really quick i mean she's always free to slide in too as well if you want to tag her in like tour stories like of like wild stuff that's happened to us while traveling i think we're funny i I think funny stuff has happened to us like when we're invited to lesbian festival but we didn't go to a museum oh yeah that's true so we were in palm springs like there was like uh it's called dinosaur it's the largest like lesbian festival in the world and they're like all in one place it is a very feral environment and her and i like get there it was in margaritaville we get there and we're like oh there's robes and then we like unpacked like our little like bar that we had like in our suitcase essentially like instead of buying alcohol in the resort we got like a big thing of vodka and Minute Maid came out and brought me like flats of um Aguas Frescas it's like our favorite drink it's like the best mixer ever so we had like three flats of like Aguas Frescas and like aha water and we like get to our room we're in our robes (laughs) 
<laughs> we like we had an edible and um I had a sound check the next day like we just got to chill that day and we're like walking around the resort like I'm in my robe still I was like I'm not putting clothes on to go out here and um just it was like an entire experience I played the show we took an edible from a woman that pulled it out of her purse loose we're like loose petering okay we're in the desert why not so that happened and then um the next day we were flying home and we were supposed to go to a pool party before we left and we're like should we just like go to an art museum like before we go so we just dipped out on all of the fun and did that like <laughs> so I guess like funny things don't happen to us we're just weird we just like to go and do like weird off the wall things in your defense though like I don't know if I'd want to go to a pool party before getting on a plane uh yeah. like one like pool and then two like sunbird and then you got to sit on a plane like i'd rather probably go to the museum also okay so, that's fair yeah. that's fair uh but yeah that was a that was a good time like the california tour itself just the visuals of everything i'd never been that far south oh yeah um so that was just like a whole experience we took the pacific coastliner down have you done that i have not Ooh, that is a good time like it takes you like right on the ocean. Like from, we took it from LA to San Diego. Mm-hmm. It's like a, like two hours on the train. You're not dealing with any of the traffic. And it was a good experience. Dude, hell yeah. Yeah, I almost took that train uh, last October. I, I flew out uh, to visit a friend, my friend in San Diego. And we went up to um, Anaheim to catch uh, a show at, uh, okay. Chain reaction. Uh, yeah, we went to chain reaction. Um, and it was kind of one of those things where it was like, oh, we should take the train. That way we can kind of just both of our of us like get to enjoy ourselves at the show. Yeah. And then it was also I had to fly home the very next day. So it was Ooh. like we ended up just driving to, to Anaheim, staying in a hotel, and then driving all the way back to San Diego so I could get my fl- get to my flight in the morning. Um, but yeah, otherwise we would have taken the train. I was I was really looking forward to it. Yeah. Morning. Next time. Yeah, it's on the list. Um, okay, uh, what would you say out of your your time doing all these shows and getting to experience you know these shows in different cities? What's been your favorite show that you've played so far? Ooh, that's so hard. Um, I think maybe New York was probably my favorite. Um, I was living there before I moved to Kansas City. Um, like I'd finally gotten there. I lived there like for three years and then the pandemic hit. Um, but I think playing that because all of my friends until that point, including my mom, like this was the first time she really got to see me like do the thing and they're all used to seeing me as a drummer. So it was like very like weird for everyone. Um, like that and the Baltimore show, those were like very sentimental, but as far as like huge, massive, like milestone shows I would probably say um Boulevardia it's like a festival in Kansas City when I got to play with like Dashboard and Jenny Lewis and just some like high school heroes (laughs) right like being able to share like a bill with them and playing in front of I I, I'd say like a thousand people were probably there but 
that or pride like just those big shows like out of your body moments are really cool mm-hmm. no yeah those i mean that's awesome they got to play with basically like yeah high school heroes i know um you know got to the band that i was with was on like the same bill one year as like cues what you aim for but like we opened for them and i was i was oh, like dude okay. I, I don't give a shit what anyone in this crowd is thinking like i was hammered singing along because that that's my fucking like childhood right there well high yeah. school teen years but yeah yeah i remember them they were like the shit back then i think we probably were in the same same headspace there <laughs> all those yeah. bands uh like I just had something I completely lost it, so we'll ignore that one. Um, <laughs> the one, uh, one, always one fun thing about being on the road um, is getting to experience these. I know we talk about like experiencing all these cities, but it's also cool to experience food in these cities. Yeah. What's been like? What's one meal that you always think of as you look back on all these these towns that you've hit that you're like, "Fuck, I I want to get back to this spot." at some point yeah. so I can try this again. Ooh, there was this taco place in Venice and they made them like Tijuana style. I had never heard of that. Like like those deep fried like tacos. Oh, okay. And uh they had this like really good spicy sauce. Um I would I would definitely revisit that place and they have these really good like teas and it's bottomless. And um yeah, I I would revisit that, but I also think of like don't make fun of me, but Red Lobster. Um, uh, we have like this like running joke. It was it was literally in our vows that like for every accomplishment, like that pure ecstasy, like any kind of stride I make, she'll take me to Red Lobster to celebrate. <laughs> so like if I'm eating Red Lobster, it means I've done a good job. I have done something amazing. And after every tour, we come home, we're in sweatpants, just like, Oh, I can't believe we just did all of that. Endless shrimp. <laughs> <laughs> so I think of uh, Red Lobster, honestly, for, for tour food. <laughs> I just love it. Uh, it's a lot. I know. It's yeah, a lot. No, it's, it's, that's, that's great. Because uh, it's like, yeah, you just got done doing all the, these activities, but like it's, it's like the one yeah it's like the reward but it's also like the one comfort food as you like try and yeah. like settle back into like reality for a few days or however long it's the 12 biscuits that just really send me into a slumber you know <laughs> so think about like all your time in the studio recording um past songs present songs um like what's been like the best moment in the studio where like something like you came in with this idea and it just like, you know, those moments where like, it just clicks perfectly. And oh, you're like, yeah. okay, like this is, this is where it's going or this is where it needs to go. Like what was, yeah. take me back to like one of those moments. Ooh, I mean, I, I remember Lighters recently because it's like the most, you know, it's the newest song. And I, it took me like all winter to get that one right. It was such a sound shift that it took me all freaking winter. Like all of my winter blues went into that one song um is what it feels like and when I finally figured it out like the you're like a lighter like that like that one hit really hard I was like whoa this sounds like it could be a radio song like this is probably the best thing I've ever written and it took me so long to get the second verse right like how do I close this up 
I had everything written except for the second verse. And when I finally had that like aha moment, I was sitting in the studio, um, which is here. Like I record everything in our second bedroom. Oh, nice. And um, I just remember coming out here and like pausing housewives. And I'm like, I need you to listen to this. Like, tell me if this is as good as I think it is. And she was like, whoa. And that's like the most recent, I think, aha moment. That's that's awesome. Um, I mean, it, it's it's great that um, like like you said, this weekend was probably one of the best, well received weekends for a, a new song coming out. Um, and you kind of found that aha moment on this specific song as well. So it's kind of cool how that's like a double click as it's kind of like projecting into this summer and and seeing where things are going to go from here. And I just hope things continue to build and. And I'm stoked to see what you come up with next. Thank you so much. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Um, yeah, dude, every fingers crossed. Uh, hopefully, you know, like I said, it, everything keeps going well. Hopefully, you know, those Seattle shows, the Pacific Northwest shows are uh, are packed and you get to experience everything you want to while you're up there. Hopefully the bathhouses uh, go well. Um, and, <laughs> you know, just, just check out those trees, check out those rocks and uh, hopefully like it's an action-packed show. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Um, if anyone's looking for merch, music, or pure ecstasy in general, where can they find it? Uh, PureEcstasyMusic.com. It'll have all of my socials there, my merch, everything you'd want to know. Okay. Uh, and depending on where you found this episode, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, um, or you watch the YouTube version, uh, check the description down below. It'll have links to literally everything that Taylor has going on. Make sure you click those hyperlinks. Go follow Pure Ecstasy everywhere. Stay up to date. Be ready for those uh, those Pacific Northwest shows. Be ready for future shows. Be ready for future singles. Um, I mean, I, like I said, I, I'm stoked to see what the next single is going to be like um, and how you follow up lighters because, I mean, all you can do is just keep going up. There's There's no backpedaling now so i'm stoked to see thank you i'm excited i'm like i'm like very excited it's been it's been a wild weekend i'm like i want this all the time hell yeah well uh i mean other than that taylor this is a a great uh sunday hopefully uh you're able to kind of well you still got one more day uh off so hopefully you know you you party a little bit harder tonight uh get ready for work um on tuesday you know still uh, fly high off these vibes and uh and just keep it going but i mean this is a great great chat i'm I'm stoked that we finally got to do this i know we've been kind of mutuals for a while and i'm stoked that we finally got to get one in the books and you know maybe we'll get you back on the show uh in the future and we'll do another one of these yeah absolutely i'd love that oh yeah uh well other than that uh like i said everyone go follow taylor and pure ecstasy and uh i'll catch everyone on the next episode see ya waking up from the night before I'm feeling kind of dumb cause I pushed you away when I needed you to stay I dug the black hole you found me in I didn't mean to pull you in
stuck here forever. 